What up, what up? This is the Moons of Triangle. Your host, Westland, is here. Now, on this wild week's adventure, I have an entrepreneur. He started his own business when he was a teen and now working many different facets of life. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Adam Aguirre. Now, Adam and I go way back to when we were teenagers. We have experienced a number of things together, like music festivals, uh, concerts, even just chilling, just hanging out. Uh, Now, we dive into Adam's hustle, what it's like on a day-to-day to be Adam, and what he believes it is to basically have a good future and how to have a good head on your shoulders. Uh, Now, after the podcast, you guys know what's up. Westport is showing their new EP called La Costa. Uh, You could find that on Spotify, on Apple, and all platforms, basically on all platforms. You you guys know. And uh, they have a great sound. I'm lucky to be friends with these guys and to get my hands on their music. So stay tuned till the end for that jam. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is The Moon's a Triangle. Ass fools, no, all the downass fools. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, we basically, I remember one time you just hit me up when you were going to Coachella because I think you just knew I was going to be there. Yeah, right? Wesley's a Coachella guy, you yeah. know. Music festivals is definitely something that uh, uh bonded us together for sure. Yeah, uh, my first Coachella, he was like basically our spirit guide, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that was that was a wild time, that was wild. You guys asked me like what to do, and I was like, oh, yeah. This, this was this, my this second was, Coachella, yeah. and I was like, all right, let me show you guys pretty much what to do. So I wanted to ask you, do you have any festivals planned? Did you have any festivals planned out? You know, this year, it was so funny. It was almost serendipitous, but like not, you know, there's a lot going on that's a bad year, but it almost worked out, I guess, that all this was happening um, because I actually dedicated 2020 to be like my grind year. You know, yeah. I was actually going to put all the festivals X, Y, Z aside for the next year and just dedicate this year to goals and goal accomplishment. Nice. So my plan for 2021 though, however, is um, to recreate my greatest uh, experience of 2019, which was a road trip with some of my best friends to Lollapalooza, but instead 2021, we're gonna road trip to Electric Forest. Nice, yes. nice. What, okay, so I know Electric Forest is like what, like March, right? No, it's in June, right? My birthday. Oh, perfect. So that's why it kind of works out. My birthday oh, is wow. June twenty third. Electric Forest is right around that time. Um, it's just a great experience to be in nature. Plus, you know, you and your friends with just nothing but the roads, yeah. the open roads. We're probably gonna run a van at this point. You know, nice. we have so much time to save up to plan. Nice. It's gonna be um, like a week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Wow. It's, it's well. Dang, that's rad. That's super rad. So that's gonna happen for your birthday, and then, uh, dang, is it gonna happen next year? I don't know. You know the way that everything's going, we're living in like such. <laughs> this is an overused term, but unprecedented times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unpre- yeah. And um, it's just so crazy because at the rate that we're going as a country, it's like two steps forward, three steps backwards, two steps forward, three steps backwards. But yeah. when you do it that way, you're at least one step ahead than you were. Right. Before. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For sure, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. So I feel like with the festivals, I wanted to go. I was thinking about going to Coachella. It got canceled. And now next year. I wasn't crazy about the lineup yeah, this year, though. I, I wasn't crazy about it either. But I feel like I always, to go Sunday, it's so easy to go on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is basically just show up and then buy a ticket from someone. And it's mm-hmm. like 100 bucks, and you go Sunday. So that's, you know, a, that's always cool because it's like driving distance from L.A. Right, it is. It's like far enough to feel like you're somewhere sick but close enough to get back home safely in one trip you know and it's like sundays for festivals 
uh, festivals on Sunday for me, it's like, cause Sundays in general, I, I call it the Sunday blues. Like I'm already mm. in the slump. So you're yeah, at a yeah. festival and that's great. But like halfway through day three of any three day event on a Sunday, you like look at your phone at the time and you're like, Oh man. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> time goes by. So yeah. Yeah. Day three is always rough, but that will be, if you just go one day now, cause now we're getting, we're getting, we're not old, but we're getting older. So we can't <laughs> do it. You know, yeah. can't go as hard as we used to because we used to do festivals pretty often. Mm-hmm. I remember, I think, I don't even think we did Countdown this last year. Oh, uh, I did of, actually. I, I went in 2019. You went, right? Yeah. Okay. I haven't missed a Countdown since 2000, the year going into 2016. Oh, yeah. That's like my harbinger of a new year. I'm, yeah. I can't think of a better That's a good way. time. Like in last year at Times Square in New at York. At a rave. I can't think. Yeah, I can't think of a better Ooh. way to. You were in New York? How was that? Well, no, I'm saying besides that. Oh, besides you know? that. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Can you imagine being in New York, dude? <laughs> I don't want to bring Ooh. that up because my friend who's probably going to be listening to this, she lives in New York. And okay. Can, she can count on all the time she's asked me to come out and visit. Mm. And I always come up with, oh, you know, work, this, that. Yeah. We went together, her and I, before she actually moved out there. And then she moved out there to live out there and pursue her own career. Fucking awesome. And, um, yeah, no, she's awesome. Um, shout out, Taylor. But basically, I can just never find the time to go over there. So every time she comes over here, she's like, just come with me, come with me. And that's like... Ah, uh, you know, I got a plan. I just come up with something. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's it's hard to Have meet you been? up with people, man. To New York? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you I, went to Japan yeah. too. Man. Yeah, I over. went to Japan. I uh, went to New York. New York was pretty rad. I I was there for like a week. I just went by myself and traveled. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. It was god, cool. Yeah, man. it was cool. I just went by myself. So I legit just doer, partied. You know? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was fucking lit. But it it was a lot of fun, man. Like. uh I basically just went. I met people out there. I went to a music festival. I saw Tame Impala. In Japan? Was, no, no, no. This oh. was in New York. Oh, when in I New went York. to New York. Okay. Yeah. I slammed out a bunch of stuff when I was in New York because I've always wanted to go. Right. So I planned out a trip like months in advance, all kinds of stuff to do. So, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really nice. It's like whatever season it is, you definitely feel that season, you know, in the winter. Oh, yeah. It's in the summer and summer. Yeah. Over in the summertime, it's nice in in uh, New York. My grandma's actually from there. Um, her parents came through Ellis Island. She's like the first generation. It was really yeah. cool because I uh, got to actually stand outside her apartment building that she lived in in 1932. Wow. And I took pictures and I showed her and it was like one of those things I could have filmed and got, you know, video. But it was very yeah. private. Yeah. She was like it's really private. tight. She thought it was sick. Yeah. Damn. Um, That's crazy. You know, I, if I could go again, I would. I went to my eighth grade DC trip and that was the first time I was in the, the uh, East Coast, but it's just like, I don't know. And I think when it comes down to it, I really don't think I could live anywhere but California, you know? <sighs> yeah. You know, I, I really would love to move to New York one day in my life. I want to move to New York and live there for a couple years, get out of my system, live there, live that life, go to work on a subway. I want to do I know, that. I right want to do that. Right now, it's so crazy because everybody's so used to their subways and then and then now we got oh, disinfected. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's, now it's different. But I always had it in my mind that I want to live in New York a couple years of my life. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, man, at this point of you just doing things you say you're going to do, I wouldn't be surprised if you did. You yeah, know? it'd be hard. It'd be difficult. I'd, I'd probably have to find roommates or something. or I'd, I'd definitely have to graduate first, get my degree, get my license going with nursing, mm-hmm. and then, then I could probably move out there for like a couple of years. Man, I need your degree in podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, major in podcasting. Yeah, so how's yeah. all that going? Hmm. 
it's good man it's it's a it's a blossoming experience um i'm it's nice because i just enjoy talking to people in general mm-hmm. and i just like having conversations with people so this for this to be kind of like a job slash hobby to just talk to people a job <laughs> just jobbing it out yeah so it feels it feels nice to just be able to just kind of just have an excuse to go talk to people catch up and learn and learn some stuff absolutely it's a great excuse for you to come by drink some starbucks and then for just you and i to catch up it's been for sure quickest the longest of minutes i should say really yeah so uh what got you into the pool industry oh man you know my pool man my out of the pool man origin story it just comes down to i've just always been based in like I don't know, I feel like hustling just kind of runs in my genes, you know, and um, I was looking for a way to make money being like kind of underage and like, right. you know, because when you're 16, you need the work permit, you need this, you need that, and it's just like so much Oof. politics to get to it. But long story short, my friend's mom, I used to do odd jobs for her, she lived deep in La Hyde, so she has cows, goats, and you know, all yeah. the stuff you could think of, so she used to pay me like $10 an hour just to like do a bunch of random household stuff. And then one day she was like, oh, Adam, um, do you know how to clean a pool? And I was like, I'm one of those like, yes to anything and learn later, you know? And I was like, sure, you know? So I kind of like trialed and aired it for a while. I have a pool here. Um, and then my dad kind of does stuff in pools, you know? Like we never, our worlds never really clashed. We kind of got our own separate thing going, like, you know? Plus he's a bit older, ready to retire. But I was young and I was like, you know, I kind of want to do this. He's like, oh man, I- here, I got a pole, let's get a pole brush, and he was really supportive. Um, the only thing I'd say that they ever did, my parents, was they uh, gave me a truck in high school. They're very, like, bootstrap kind of people, yeah. you know, so they gave me a truck in high school, but with that truck, it was, like, the foundation that I could then steal my pool cleaning stuff here, and then from there, I just kind of started doing my friend's parents' pools. Like, I had three that I would do, and then they'd pay me per month, and then, um, you know, and then after I graduated, just three became, like, 25, yeah. 25 became 50 Wow. and then we're all we're pushing 100 today but at this wow. point I'm very very blessed to not really have to do that myself anymore that very same truck is still the workhorse in fact hey. it's getting worked on as you and I are talking nice. right nice. now so I feel like something always goes wrong with yeah. it well, I'm ready to one day when I get old and retire I hope to still have it That's a dope I'm going to slam it I like I'm going to reupholster it yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. so um, yeah I got a guy that shows up every week Adam the pool man yes. Adam the pool man that's the brand and dude. you straight up branded yourself you made this yourself and you and you grounded yourself from the from the bottom up it's it's the foundation to what i do you know because out on the pool man and then i got into vending machines out on the vend man so i actually did want to ask you about that so vending machines who turned you on to vending machines how much did it get you into the vending machine games and are you making profit right away gosh you know that i'm like honestly like so knee deep in the vending game now it's been such a learning curve it's been it was not as i won't even lie to you it was not as easy as i thought it would be just buying machines to do it so i have like a repressed not repressed but like i have a a deep childhood memory like i said hustling runs in the family so my dad actually when i was little i have a memory of like hanging out with him and like going with him to cash out on machines and he would give me like twix bars and stuff so he used to do that he's actually where i learned to hustle i would say but he he used to have any machines when I was little, and then one day I was just on let go, like really late, like I don't even know what I was doing on, and this fool was selling um, like four, a four vending machine route to each location, 
and he said just buy hmm. the route mm-hmm. and, it, and it stood out to me because um by the route the route so you go there every day or sorry once a week you know like you drive from spot a to spot b yeah and it kind of fits in like pool service because pool service is a route you know you oh. drive from point a to b to c yeah and, right 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 and um you know and what stood out to me was he was like oh this is a great opportunity. The the owners of the parks, they're at laundromats of like like trip mobile homes. Okay. And he was like, Oh, they forgot that they're there. I don't pay any commission. So I was oh, like, wow. Oh man, you know? Wow. And to this day, nobody has asked me for any commission. Wow. <laughs> so I don't want to say where. I ruined it for myself. But Oh wow. <laughs> but um You're there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty cool, you know, the learning curve, because sometimes I gotta reprogram it. Sometimes there's a jam. Sometimes you gotta when you Put the cans in. You have to tell the machine how deep the cans go, or else it's gonna dispense two at a time or none at all. Hmm. You know, so like I'll work like crazy amounts of hours doing pool stuff, and then I'll come home and I'll get a text, "Hey, your machine ate my dollar," and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" But how deep am okay. I, man? Right now, yeah. I'm at six machines and four locations. I had to split up a group of two because one was too big. Wow. So now I got one snack Damn. machine at one place and one Coke machine at another. Total place. of six. Total how six. much is each one? God, you know, um, right now my goal is to get it to pay my Porsche every month, you know, nice. to get it to bring in an average of, you know, four to 500 a month. But right now it was not profitable in the first couple of months. I'm barely starting to see it now. And the mm. reason why is because you buy these machines, the guy I bought it from did not have the time or energy, none of that to really mm. get it going. So, um, I had to put money into, well, A, I had to get a Costco membership and stock up at Costco. But then I ended up networking through the vending world and I found this guy who, let's say I have six, this guy's got like 600 machines. Like that's all he does. So he's the man. Yeah. So he referred me to this really cool guy. His name's Andy. He owns a Uh, wholesale vending shop out in, uh, I think like Cerritos area. But, um, and it was cool because he saw Mm -hmm. me in my shirt and I networked there. He goes, oh, I need pool work. And he said he invited me to his house. I gave him a quote. Nice. But um, that guy's dope. So he he gives me a good deal. So now I get wholesale yeah. anything you need. Starburst, yeah. hot Cheetos. Right on, right on. You know, all that stuff. So oh. Um, oh, so stocking yeah. up the machines. Bomb. Yeah, it's really, Yeah, I'll hook you up with some snacks. Mm. Like, yeah, because mm. um, yeah, I have a whole box of oh, yeah. stuff that isn't selling. And, um, oh, wow. and I posted about that, uh, my vending adventures and I mentioned that and yeah. um, it's getting a lot, a huge following. So you mentioned you were big on TikTok with the vending machines. That's, that's kind of it. You know, it's ironic because my TikTok, uh, name is Adam the pool man and I have, and as I'm also an actor, that's like my dream job, if you will. So I have a lot of sketch kind of things. I have a lot of pool man kind of things. Yes. And then, but what's actually taking off is vending stuff. Adam the Vend wow. Man, dude. Wow, who'd have thought? <laughs> that, that's a huge curveball. It's like curve so ball. silly, but I'm going to steer curve into it. Ball. It's working. Yeah. You know? So people love to see like me stocking and refilling machines, talking about the problems, how I had to move the snack at the apartment to find a new place. So I literally was calling like 10 places a day, 15 places a day. Uh, uh, dispensaries, laundromats, like you name it. Hey, you mm. want a vending machine? And some people were cool. Some people were not, you know? And it's, yeah. just, it's just like pitching, cold cold calling, you know? <laughs> wow, wow. So I finally nice. found a place. I moved it in. But guess what? The outlet doesn't work. <laughs> Shit. Wow. And you got it there and everything. I got it there and everything. I plugged it in. Wow, doesn't work. wow, wow. So, but luckily I'm an, wow. also an electrician. I wear many hats. So I'm going to open nice. up the plugs and see if I can find a hot wire. Adam the Handyman. All right, good. so what's your TikTok? Oh, uh, my TikTok is at Adam the Pool Man. 
and um, all one word all one word yeah and i have a lot of videos that's easy like... you guys can find that that's easy <laughs> tiktok it yes follow me on tiktok if you guys have tiktok before it gets banned before it gets banned but um please <laughs> I have a lot of like montage videos, like for example, one where I'm cooking breakfast and I'm like snapping and each part of the breakfast like comes together more and more. So I kind of started doing that with pool equipment, like we'll have a bunch of loose wires and then I'll snap and the wires are all wired together and then plop. Shazam. Everything's, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's pretty cool. Um, Beautiful. You know, I kind of, I have like a love-hate relationship mm. with what I do, you know, but. Yeah, it could be, it could be a uh, hard hustling every day. It is. Yeah, you especially know. every day. I see, I see you on on Instagram. Like, seems like you're working like every day. Oh, I would say like, so. Every day. day, and then any days I have off, now I'm in the vending game. You know, but yeah, right. You got to go at least to them, film up on, right, on the hours that my, you're not working. One of my favorite part is once a month, just cashing them out. I just get to get Ooh, in my nice car yeah. with a bag, and I go oh, to every location. Nice. And just nice. You know? Nice. So is it mainly coins or dollar you bills? Know, what is it? Um, one location right now. Um. I'm having trouble with the coin slot, and I think the residents there are figuring that out. So that's like mainly dollars. But you're walking out of there with like bags of dollar bills, dude. Like, it's like a like bag monopoly of, kind of thing. I have saved every single dollar bill I've ever made. From oh, wow. So oh like, wow! I have nice. Like a brick. Of are you one. gonna bury? My friend, my friend suggested that you bury, that you bury your money, because he didn't want to put his money in a bank. You know, that's pretty funny. I also am not huge on trusting banks either. Right. You know, a lot of business stuff for legal reasons, I will put it through bank. You know, it's it's clean money. Like, Walter I'll, White I'll, shit. I'll, I'll claim it, but, you know, if a customer's like, hey, can I give you a cash deal? I'll say, sure, let me think about it. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Fuck but yeah. vending, it is, it is all cash, you know, so eventually you cash have money. to yeah. 1090 or something, but for right so now. So you're just stacking all that cash. For right now. Yeah. Nice, that's fucking pleasurable. I don't know what pleasurable. I want to do with it yet, you know what I mean? Cause nice, I, that's so cool. You know, because I could just put it right back and buy more snacks, but instead I'd rather just stick. There's something awesome. oddly satisfying about Just having just that dollars. money. And I have the quarters. It's like, it's like, it's so funny because it's just like, these dollars are like single dollars from... Each person is like, the world. Yeah, stories, yeah, 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 it's interesting. Yeah. And you have a, uh, to have like a bunch of it, you're like, wow, like, it's oddly these satisfying. are all just people that wanted to buy <laughs> it's um, Doritos. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, I, I showed my mom and she was like, are you stripping? She didn't know. Cause, cause <laughs> she's like a big, like, she's a supporter, but she's also a hater. So I didn't want to quite tell her that I got Benny. That you're a stripper. Hey, I dropped the money. <laughs> 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 yeah, hey, I dropped the money. I owe Benny machines now. Yeah. Instead, I was like. Was good. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, how'd you get What's that? What's up, mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good in the club. They call, me, they call me Sweet Bubba. Make it rain with snacks, absolutely. They call me Sweet Bubba. But you name it, bro. Machine. Like the snack plug, all that stuff. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so Adam is a snack plug, man. I, I see his his Instagram. It looks like it's like a pool. You could swim in the snacks. It, it's, it's, again, like I use that word, obviously satisfying, because you've never you seen, fill like, up a pool with snacks. So, <laughs> a kiddie pool, yeah. I can <laughs> fill up a kiddie pool. Dang, you should have like a TikTok like, like <laughs> just you should like have like a TikTok myself, like some weird TikTok party <laughs> oh with like snacks and like pools. Well, I had one person say, "I can't believe this is getting so much of a response. How is vending snacks <laughs> exciting?" I was like, "Okay, hell wet, yeah, wet blanket as full. Come on, <laughs> God, gotta love a simp." Yeah, <laughs> you gotta love a simp, dude. It was more of a narc, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerd. Are you starting your own business? So this is my own business, yeah. So I uh, I own California Pool Man, and I always make a joke with uh, my partner, Joseph, who recently came on. 
um, real quick on that. So pool service is always my brainchild. It's my foundation. But as far as remodel, remodel, building, all that stuff, I brought on a partner because it's just getting too stressful. Mm. But we have a joke. The Robin or an actual, consider him like a Robin figure or a nice or actual like, like business partner, like business partner, like like the Thor and Iron Man, Thor and Iron Man. Yeah. As far as remodels, building, all that stuff, but pool service, I'm a one man, I'm the president, you know, so that's just my deal. But, um, but yeah, as far as all the extra stuff goes, it gets very stressful. So I brought him on. But we have a joke that, uh, I go here at California Pool Man, we do remodels, service, repairs, Vending, snacks, vending machines, acting, uh, whatever you need, you name it. <laughs> we wash cars, oh, we car washes. We <laughs> Yeehaw. I feel that. Yeah, no. Dude, one-stop shop, you guys can do You guys can do shows. Everything. I mean, he, well, he's, <laughs> he's like, dude, we really compliment each other because I like, I'd be shooting for the stars and he goes, all right, maybe the moon's good for now. You know, like he really keeps me grounded and uh, we're, we're a really good fit. That's so amazing. We and this is, this is Joe, right? This, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right it's on. so funny. Everybody calls him Joe, Joe, and he goes by, and I know him as Joseph. But I've seen what's him so before. Funny about I've seen him that guy. Is uh, one time when he first started to get called Joe, I was like, "Do you even like that?" He goes, "No, I prefer Joseph." And then one mm, day Joe whoa. just stuck. Wow. <laughs> Joe, Joe just stuck. So everybody knows him as Joe, but he actually deep down inside prefers Joseph. Huh. Fun fact. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's gonna have to meditate on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's his brand now because now he's like, for example, his Twitter name's Moneybag Joe. You know, like the rapper Moneybag Yo. Fully sent. Wow. <laughs> so it works out, Beautiful. yeah. And it all started because this Orange Juice Joseph didn't fit, but Orange Juice Joe did. So everybody used to call him Juicy Joe, Orange Juice Joe. So, Joe, I know you guys are business partners. Does he does he work? Right now we're actually currently in Adam's office, which is really nice. It's in it's a really nice place. Uh, does Joe work in here too? Well, we, this table that we sit at, actually, because, again, it's a partnership. I don't want to sit behind a desk. He's Beautiful. Sits yeah, so here where we're sitting, it's very neutral. You know, you and I are sitting on the same side of the desk. We have a lot of space in front of us. In this case, the mic is here, but oftentimes he's there. I'm here, and we have paperwork. We go over quotes. We go over Because I can't just submit a quote, and then he goes, oh, Adam, I don't want to do it for that price. You know, it's, it's a partnership. Yeah. And so... You know, and we're practically brothers, you know, like for uh, me and my brother have a better relationship now, but for a while I was closer to him than, than my own brother, you know, that I'm raised with, you know, and so him and I are, are like this and um, my dream, like I said, if I, if the world goes my way, you know, I'm acting, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then he kind of gets to do this, you know, this becomes passive income here. Like he gets to run the business, I get to be, you know, in Hollywood doing you know, the, living the dream, mm, really, you know. Beautiful. But, but for right now, I'm and just working with him. And it's a trustee partner that you can yeah. pass this on to. Absolutely. Well, you know, I need my cut, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you wanted someone you could trust. Oh, yeah. Oh, I trust him with everything, Because yeah, this mean. is like a, a business you started yourself, and then you bringing someone into it to be a partner. Yeah. I can imagine there's a lot of trust that kind of Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, if I can't trust him, I got nobody. You know what I mean? He has, he's a man of few words, but a man of a lot of trust, you know, and honor. And, you know, like I said, we have a, a really good relationship, you know, and it's just... I'm glad, dude. I'm really happy. So do you, do you think you should be able to take naps at work at all? So in Mexico, it's a very <clears throat> common so? thing to take midday like nap breaks and whatnot. But you have to be at work longer. My logic on taking naps is, my logic in general, I would say, my business philosophy is the sooner you start, the sooner you finish. If your boy's done at noon, your boy's napping noon to two, sometimes even noon to three. You know, and then I like to get a workout in around between four and six or so. 
You know, napping, shout out that napping is a reward. That is how I look at it. Nap, workout, work. That's like perfect life. It is. So if you get off at a good time, you could definitely take a nap. What about like napping during work? Would you straight up object that? Uh, if it's your lunch like, what if that was a bill? <laughs> And you had the vote on it in California. Oh my gosh! You know I would like look, op- optional nap time. I would look at those if it's optional, sure. But I guess I could leave it up to God. I was going to say leave it up to the state. You know, leave it up to states to choose as they it's, want. Hey, it's up to the people. Right. Because we got to vote on it, right? Right. If, if if that was a prop on the ballot, I would vote yes because what yes is, yes what, an optional nap time. Yes, and here's why: What are we as businesses without the worker? The businesses, what, what, and this is not, not to get too political here, but like what a lot of Please the world do. needs to understand is big business is nothing without the worker. Right, at right, all. right. You know what yeah. I mean? Je- of the, course. You Jeff have to Bezos treat, yeah. needs his workers more than his workers need Jeff Bezos. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and that's, that's a, a that's it's a like loving the, relationship because you have to, helping them mm-hmm. helps you. Right. And I work for, I work for no one and no one works for me, but we work with. Mm. And that's what you got to understand. Yeah. You know? And you have to respect the parallels. You have as to, well. yeah. And it's just like now, granted, the boss. There's a lot of stress. Like I, I don't have a job where I can just clock in and out. Like I have, for example, you know, Sundays, people are calling and texting yeah. me about whatever. Not, not even counting the the your dollar stole my machine. And, you know, oh, <laughs> or your your wow. machine stole my dollar. You know, but um, oh yeah. Oh, but yeah, I didn't I even think about. Text, I didn't even I, think about that. Anything, bro. On Sundays, anything can go. Like Damn. nobody respects my time, and it's it's screwed up. I understand that someday I could probably put my foot down. So you know what? I'm not gonna be a workaholic anymore. On Sundays, Dude, I won't wow. answer calls or texts. But I can't. It's yeah. just it, work comes home with me, and but and for that reason is why, you know, usually the you know the owners will make more than the workers. But yeah. However, yeah. there's bonuses, there's incentives. Like I want a cooler. The other day, you may see on my Instagram. Yeah, I saw that. This cooler. Um, I gave it right to my guy. I said, "You, nice. this is your cooler as much as mine. Yeah. A little bonus. Thank you. Because Hell I yeah. am nothing without you. If he's not yeah. happy, I am not happy. You know. Wow. That's why the truck's getting worked on. Between you and I, nothing's wrong with it. But he says it's driving funny. We're getting it looked at. You know, hey. we gotta safe. Well, safety's first. <laughs> nice. Wow. So, do you see yourself buying a house within the next five to ten years? Yeah, I'd say probably two. Two. Yes, and then getting back to my buddy Joseph. Yeah, we're actually gonna split property we want to get like kind of like where you live like a unit property and we'll live in one or we'll live in one and two and then we rent out three and four you know and um where at? i like again like i said my dream job is acting so i want to be close to hollywood i want to be close to auditions x y and z so i like to be in east la where i'm halfway here which is the border the clients of la county orange county and then close to la you know like mm. i like east la my brother Not too actually, far from my downtown. My brother actually lives in Boyle Heights. If you know Boyle Heights. Or downtown. Or downtown, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere low key. Like I like I close like, to freeway, maybe. I like Pasadena a lot. I like uh, Burbank. You know, nice. those kind of areas. So within five years, you want to have a property because that's that's awesome because that's what my landlord does. He mm-hmm. pays off the mortgage on the house with our rent. Oh, so sure. each of us rent a room out, and he basically, I'm I'm pretty sure he doesn't have to work for that reason, and he just pays off. The mortgage. Yeah, it's it's very hard to be as progressive. Just kicking it. Progressive as I am because I'm I'm very I'm which is very intelligent, so smart. Yeah. To the left, but uh, it's just landlords they get a bad rap because a lot of landlords they could are, they are bad guys you know and they're they're they are. could. I'm working for there's one guy I work for, he literally reminds me of like Mr. Scrooge or like, 
um, the Grinch or like that spider from from uh, Nightmare Before uh, Christmas where he goes, I'll let the meme, I'll let a thousand grandmas die before I let this economy die or something okay. like that. So that guy's not a, he's a pretty bad guy. You know, he's trying to evict yeah. everybody during COVID, mm. you know, and. A little, yeah. a little, a little side note. Did you see? I, did you see that video floating around? I don't know where it was. I think it was New Orleans or something where this landlord was trying to file. Uh, yes, I did. did. you see he was this landlord? Yeah, the landlord was trying to file for mm-hmm. to get the the people who are renting out for like yeah. eviction notice. Right. Right. And and the great point that I raised, I felt about that video is, it shouldn't be tenants asking landlords for relief and getting outraged that they're not. It should be landlords asking banks for relief and being outraged that they are not getting relief. relief. And the banks I mean? aren't doing anything? The banks aren't doing nothing. You know, like, I mean, for small businesses, it was like, it was like pulling teeth to get coronavirus relief and not every business did. You know what I mean? And it's just like, if... Are if the banks did, running thin? Oh, uh, well, sure. Because they, there was one, again, I could be wrong, but I believe it was the PPE where the government just gave the banks a bunch of money to give to different people that apply and they ran out, you know? And, um... What I just feel like is if we just would have put the economy on pause instead of just trying to pretend everything was fine, it wouldn't be so bad, you know? I really mm-hmm. believe everybody should have got 2000 a month for this whole pandemic. One $1,200 check is nowhere near enough. It's nothing. For, for it's lunch people. money. It's lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> it's pocket change. <laughs> you know, everybody's buying these, these... I can't take my mom out to breakfast on that. <laughs> Where are you taking your mom to breakfast? <laughs> The Ritz yeah. Carlton. Yeah, we're going to Ritz Carlton. The thing is, yeah, she wanted to go to Vegas with the, the know, stimulus and, check. And as a small I took business, my mom to Vegas with so, the stimulus check. <laughs> that's not enough. That's for one slot. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see, right. you connect with your customers a lot more. You know, you're also a lot more face to face. And it just makes me sick uh, to see so many people struggling, leaving off of Social Security. Um, you know, it's, mm. just, it, it's just like what I went back to saying earlier. Some people are living good right now. Right. <laughs> Some people are living good off the unemployment. Are profiting? Oh yeah. Some of the unemployment people but are that's actually part of the kicking up. Is if you're making more money on unemployment. There's like there's all kinds of weird like levels to this. The sure. people who are making good money right now mm-hmm. are getting screwed. The right. people who are kind of like on a whatever job and they got furloughed or whatever, mm-hmm. they're kicking it because their unemployment is a shitload. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you're making more unemployment than your actual job. Um, it's just that the wages need to be higher. Our wages need to be higher. You know, they're not, you know, we should have a $15 minimum they wage. They should. Nationwide. Absolutely. You know what I mean? What's the minimum wage right now? Like 13 Well, for 12? our state, it's, for it's our like state, 12, it's 50, around there. Right? It's around there. But your national is like, I think like, again, it could be wrong, like seven bucks or eight bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's insane. Cause, cause remember, that's not what every, the servers live not on, every right? state, you and I would be homeowners if we lived in Texas, if we lived in, you know, and not to minimize anybody that's else. That's true. Not to minimize anybody we probably, else's yeah, success. Yeah, we probably would be paying a mortgage rather than like a little rent. And that's that's my goal is I could have moved out when I was like 18 or 19, you know, but I just said I would rather pay for something How, how crazy. Rather than, than let somebody else, you know, succeed off of me. But it's like not to minimize nobody else's successes, but like when I go on Twitter, oh, 20 years old with a house and this and this. It's never in California. Mm-mm-mm. It's never in California, you know. Nope. And, and I could, I could, California. I could have a nice house Ooh. in Texas, but I want to succeed no here. No way. Succeeding here, getting a house here. Mm-hmm. Usually, if you see someone buy a house, they're holding up a baby with a girl. You know, and then okay, I'm not, I'm not to go off on a huge tangent. Also, but it's like, who said we need 
a family and a child and this and that a how you know like the nuclear li- to family me, that's life that's not what it's all about yeah, yeah. Not, if anything i feel like i completely build yourself first establish yourself first right right you know and then and then all that stuff comes later you know mm-hmm. and i feel like that's why i just go so hard for what i want to do now because this is the only time i can because yeah if I would have regretted it, if I would have done it later in life, I'd regret it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'd just be just like that other guy yeah. about Mr. Scrooge. Yeah. And some, some people, some people sometimes aren't so fortunate. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people, uh, it takes them a lot of trial and error to get their business uh, taken up off the ground. Right. It takes, it really does take a lot of trial and error. This might be, things could be going smooth, things could crash Things could be going well. How did your business do when the coronavirus hit? Well, luckily for me, um, I called pool service. So I got another mentor in the industry. This guy's like really, really successful. Eight homes, you know, 700 pools, all this. Like he's, he's really, really intelligent. Awesome. And he told me that I told him that, oh, I feel pool service is, is recession proof. And he said not mm. to take it that far. But I'm coming to see that it almost is recession-proof. And the reason why is because it's an essential service. Um, nobody wants a green swamp in their backyard because then you get mosquitoes, which bring diseases and infections. And so everybody always needs their pool clean. Like there's, I'm not saying everybody's going to get remodels and pebble and you know waterfalls and jets and all this other stuff. Or add a spa. That's not going to be all the time. That's when the economy's hot. But everybody can spare... Well, I mean, again, it's easier said than done. But more times than not, everybody can spare um, around $100, $120 a month to have your pool clean. Because that's all it is, is, is the average is like 120 But you can find guys, but that's also because I have the overhead. That's my average. But a lot of guys, you know, they could do your pool for $75 a month, $65 a month. You know, if it's just if it's just them and their pole and their brush, you know. And, mm-hmm. So it just depends. But, like, that's it's an essential service because if you have a pool, you have to have it not green. You know, you, you just, you can't. Like, I had one job. Is there going back? Like, say you don't take care of it for, like, six months. Yeah, but that. What happens? Oh, God. It turns into a green swamp. Um, like, like Shrek? Yes. Like, literally, it's, like, awful. I have one house. Get out of the swamp. <laughs> don't get <laughs> Grab the get chlorine, the don't get <laughs> Oh, yeah. I had one pool where I'm not even exaggerating with you. It literally could have been on the show Hoarders. You know, like I couldn't get pulling out like doll houses with like seaweed. Everything, you know, and that pool was it was. Did you have like a crane? Well, what I had, I had to jump over like to get in there. You know, just to get in there. You know, and then like the equipment. In the trenches. It was it was insane. Yeah, and it was a green swamp. You couldn't see the floor, and that lady spent more money getting it on track than if she would have just had it weekly maintained. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Everything went bad, you know, and it was just. But you gotta you gotta enjoy the um, the demand. You gotta enjoy, you know. Be working, yeah, yeah, those things call for call for you know work, and mm-hmm. so it's cool that those things happen. You know, I'm grateful because you to, get paid to have a reason. Yeah, exactly <laughs> to, to get paid. But what what's not? I don't know. if Scary is the right word, but when you have when you're self employed. It's not guaranteed at all. You know, right. like some people like, you know, you know, on Twitter we call it, they call it rise and grind Twitter where it's all like, get off your bootstraps. Da, 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 da. But it's like, some people don't like that rise and grind mindset. And the reason why is because a lot of people feel very comfortable 
getting that weekly paycheck every single week guaranteed no matter what. But when you're self-employed, like if you're not up every morning trying to get yours, like you're not going to get it. Right. You know? And that's very scary because you have bills and you have, it's like, like I talked to you about buying a house and everything. Like I did it kind of backwards. I bought a really nice car really young when I should have, I could have probably got a house this year if I would have saved up. But it was like, the reason I did that, my logic as flawed as it may be is like, when you have something like that, it gives you a reason to get up every morning. Cause if I'm not up, guess what? It's going to be repo. You know, like you got to find a reason for each person has their own, you know, maybe it's that baby that we mentioned, you know, maybe it's that child, mm, yeah. you know, and, and in that case, in a lot of ways, that is my, my mechanical baby, you yeah. know, and, and I want to get it in new shoes and new rim, you know, it's like, yeah. so it's a reason to get up every day. The future, it's just, people got to find like what inspires them and what motivates them, you know, and, and like I said, I've mentioned before the dream job acting, right? I feel like that can, uh, so many dominoes need to line up in order for that to happen. And one of those things is getting the business successful. In the world of acting, like my manager, a lot of people I talk to, um, a lot of actors are like DoorDash drivers and waiters and mm. bartenders and this and that. Like, so for me to own my own business and chase that dream, I'm at such an advantage because I make my own Absolutely. hours. I can do what I want to do. And if I have an audition, I can, you know, like back when I used to service pools and be the guy, like I explained, it was a route. So every Monday I'm here, every Tuesday I'm there. Mm. I literally used to wake up at four, clean 10 pools, run to Hollywood, just change in the parking lot, audition, change back in the parking lot, drive back, and then do the other 10 pools. And I would get home at 9.30. And Whoa. and that's why I like almost, I, wow. I pretty much like sobbed tears of joy when I booked NCIS because all of that, that yeah. BS that was amazing, by the led way. up to that. That was and, great, by the way. And that was the greatest day. Like, that was a sample. That. I saw it. It was great. That was amazing, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. And it was a sample to the future that I really want to live. Because when I woke up, there wasn't a pool in sight. I didn't put my work boots on. I got in my sweats. I got in my nice car. I drove to set. I went to makeup. I met the star. You know, oh, how's it going? Like, looking yeah. forward to work. I mean, I worked with, with Wilmer Valderrada, like the, the guy, the actor that played Fez from that 70s show, you know? And he was the coolest dude, you know? And, and then uh, I, yeah, I met, he seems down to earth. He was very, very, very humble. Um, and one thing that stood out to me was I messed up a tape. Like, I completely me. Like, they go, cut. Mm. I go, fuck. And he goes, hey, bro, it's cool. Like, you don't, you think I don't mess up? He's like, I'll mess up right now. And I was like, no, no, no. So he did it a few more times, and I got it. And oh. and he was, like, I'll oh, never nice. forget that moment where, nice like, guy. he saw me stressed. And he's like, nah. Yeah. Nah, don't even trip. And I was like, dude, thank you. What a nice guy. It was. And it was wow. a beautiful Who'd have thought? And I still get little, like, like uh, small checks here and there in the mail anytime someone watches it online or something. So stream awesome. the last That's link, awesome. NCIS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Catch him there. What was your first car? It was that truck, that seed that my parents gave me when I was in high school. So I got my license as soon mm -hmm. as I could. Um, and my parents gave me just like this, at the time, really old truck. Even at the time, it was a 2005 Toyota Tundra. So now it's... Oh, those last forever. Yeah, it's 15 years old now. That's yeah. the truck I was mentioning earlier that's getting worked on in yeah. the front yard. So I hope, to heap, I hope to have it forever. I'd like to retire it in the next mm. summer or two, but yeah. I'm not ready to just yet no. to buy another truck. Those trucks will last forever. Oh yeah, dude. That, and, and yeah, then not to yeah. mention that. That's pretty like, cool. This super sweet, like family friend mechanic guy. He's like really cool. Um, he's a bit of a, of an airhead, but like he's very reliable. You know, I text him nine one one. He drops what he's doing, comes and works on it. Oh hell yeah! Very very cheap. Nice like, cool guy. I had a BMW and BMW wanted forty five hundred to fix something, and this guy did it for like eight hundred. Mm. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so I always like when you find a good mechanic and they're just like chill. Yeah. And they're just yeah, like down he, there. Actually, people. but in a small world, 
His cousin was my mom's ex-boyfriend before she met my dad. Oh, wow. <laughs> family tree. <Yeah. laughs> Getting the family hookup. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Remember when we were watching Mac Miller? Do you remember that? You know, yes. And RIP to Mac Miller, man. I've seen him so many times, too. And it was so sad because I never knew that that last time was the last time that I would see him live. You know? Whoa. Right. It was. You, you never realized that at all. I mean, it was it's just, and that's why life's so, fun, I, it so was fucking so, short. Yeah, I didn't realize either. I didn't realize either. That's why life's so fucking short. You know, you say bye to, your, to some, anyone and they can, you know, just not make it there. Yeah, know, for sure, dude. Anything at all. So that's yeah, why you gotta, absolutely. you know, again, you can get out and get yours. Just yeah. say you live it as full as you can. But a memory that that stands out of you and I is, um, I'm sure you remember this one. Well, I got two. Number one is um, seeing Fanagram at Coachella. Yes. And then I don't know if you remember That was, that was awesome. That was intense. That was intense. Huh? Yeah, that, that was, was good. so intense. Uh, Fanagram is so dope. Yeah, that was a good time. That was, that was a good, good time. time. And then the other one. 2017. It was, it was that same Coachella, dude. Like, 2017, outdoor And then after that, stage. you went to go see um, local natives, I think. No, local natives played during the day, the following day, on Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember, because we had to split up after that, and I was like, are you sure? You're like, I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> no, did I say that? <laughs> and I was like... Oh, I've been low, I was lone wolfing it. That's what you called it, yeah, you're yeah. Like lone wolfing it. I yeah, was like, yeah, all right, yeah. well, call me, call me. You're like, That's, no, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to go see Mac Miller, and no one else did, and mm. so I just kind of... And I know you guys wanted to also, mm. so that... Perfect. It was, was so a, perfect. That, Coach, okay, Coachella 2017 was probably the one of the greatest experiences of my teen years, yeah. if not the best. And it was yeah. the best way to end it because two months that after that, festival. I turned 20. Oh, yeah. You know, so when I was 19, like that was the best way to end it. And the, the story behind that was I just said, again, saying what you want to do. You know, I just woke up one day. I was like, I need to go this year. Yeah. I swear to God, I texted all of my friends and no one was mm. down. Ten days to go, DJ texted me, fuck it, I'm Let's down. Let's go. And so literally within ten days, I tracked down a camping pass, two general admissions, camping it's gear. It's not that hard. Everything. It it's was. not that hard, huh? And, and not to get it's too, easy to do. It was. And not to get too deep or sentimental, but once we were there, you know, vibing, if you will, everything, Sandy. you know, people's enlarged. It just, not to put yep. too much sentimental value on it, but mm. it's just like, it was a small sample of when you put your mind to something, you can do anything. Like I just woke Boom. up and we did it. It's so it's so easy. All you have to do is put your mind to stuff. It's so easy. It is. It's yeah. literally so easy. Manifesting. You gotta manifesting manifest it, yeah. your destiny, your reality. Just taking those steps in that moment in your day to day and what you're doing in the moment, making sure you're present in the moment. You know, making sure you're exercising. Yeah. Making sure you're taking the right vitamins and shit. Yeah, I think exercising is a really, really important part of my routine. So, how often do you get auditions? Uh, well, get, right now... What, <clears throat> before. Oh, before? Man, in my peak, probably when I was when I was really cooking, you know, yeah. when I had my OG handlebars mustache the first time, um, I was, like, really killing it. I had, like, 10 auditions in 10 months, and then I had 7 callbacks and one, one avail. And nothing, but and that's mm. the way that that industry works, and that's why so many yeah. people get a, uh, give up, and and it's just really disappointing. It's, it's um, a hard industry, and right now it, oh, it is tremendously, and right now it's very scarce due to COVID and all that. I have a lot. Yeah. I've had a few self tapes, um, but that's why I feel like uh, NCIS happened so early in my career was just because it was the universe telling me not to give up that it's possible, it can be done. 
Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because nothing's happened since, really. I mean, uh, I did a commercial before that, um, and then I did NCO. And those are like the two biggest claim to fame. I did a sketch that I wrote that came out pretty well, so I was happy with it. Um, and then a few short films, um, you know, things like that. But um, I just need that creative outlet, you know. It just it feels yeah. so good when I'm doing it, yeah. you know. But it's just, it's just, I feel like, the, like I said earlier, there's just so many dominoes that got to go before I feel like I can really give it my all, yeah. you know, and that's my own flaw I gotta get past right now, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's intense. It's intense. You used to act. Remember you did a couple school plays? You did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did some acting. Yeah. Yeah, I've done, I've done some acting in my time. I did uh, acting in high school and then basically just music after high school. Then now I started going to school for nursing and then now I'm basically just podcasting and finishing up my nursing. So you've always had that creative bug, huh? Yeah, yeah. Always need to get that bug out. Always need to get that itch. And I feel I feel like I found my niche. I was listening to podcasts like religiously for years, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to do it. I've had this mic. It's been looking at me, and I just was like, I just yeah. I'm when you talk, it. people will listen. You know, somebody yeah. out there is listening yeah. to this. And people just it. listen. And thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, for, you for listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, dude. Thank you for whoever you are listening right now. That's awesome. You know, and you've also like. You're crazy talented in uh, in uh, your band that you had. You guys went really far. You're yeah. an excellent guitarist. You know, it was really cool. Yeah, it was. We had a good run for sure. Yeah, that's why I love showcasing music on this. But thing that's too. the energy that I love to present to you. Is the run never has to end. You know, the marathon always continues. Right? It know? doesn't, right? Yeah. It never has to die. Don't let it die, for sure. Yeah, man. So you, so if you had to give out info that you think is like useful. Not to start your own business, but just on a day-to-day mindset, what would you say to yourself right now? What advice would you give to yourself right now? Oh, man. <laughs> what advice would I like, give what would you? What, what, what would your mantra be if you were to meditate? <sighs> that's an awesome question. And that's definitely something that I feel like I should do more. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm my own worst enemy rather than my own uh, biggest supporter. Um... You know, and that's, it's just, I feel like I often get caught up in, I should have been successful yesterday. I should have had the house. I should have done this yesterday. And I always, I guess the biggest advice I give myself is enjoy the process. Learn to love the process. It's not a marathon. I'm sorry. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon, you know? Um, And it's just, it's a campaign, you know? And I'm campaigning for all the goals, the hopes and dreams. And I just... Um, you know, and like I said, I just, I'm 23, you know, and I I feel old as fuck, but I guess when I talk to older people, they tell me that this is, I'm not, I'm putting too much pressure on myself. Like they're the ones that are, you're super young. We're super young. You know, and that's just, I know. We're super young. I guess that's the thing I need to tell myself is it's a marathon, not a sprint. Don't put so much pressure on You're doing Mm. fine. Even though I just find it, I almost feel like I have like imposter syndrome, you know? And, um, I just, I just... I don't know. I'm not really. I'm just one bit like my one of my favorite radio shows to listen to, the Woody Show. Um, Woody has imposter syndrome, and he's like the baddest mother effer in the radio game. But if you ask him, he's he's an underdog. You know, he's accomplished nothing. He's a fraud. You know, and and everybody around him says that he isn't, and he isn't. But you just that's just how he feels. But I feel like that's a double edged sword because feeling that way motivates you to always keep striving for greater. 
So I guess in a weird way, I would tell myself to slow down, marathon, not sprint. But also your your strengths are also your weaknesses are also your strengths. They're, whatever you feel is holding you back, you can flip it to drive you forward. Absolutely. And you should always, you know, take advantage of what you're good at. Steer into what you're good at. Yeah. yeah. Take Absolutely. advantage of what you're good at. If you're good at something, make sure you just tackle that. Get really good at it. Of course, work on your flaws every, every day. Of course, we, mm-hmm. we, it's hard not to focus on our flaws. But that's why I like to meditate. Because meditating kind of just gets your thoughts kind of just like straightened and aligned. It's hard to do it every day. Right. But it's, it's something I really like doing oh, because it just you keeps you focused you meditate. i meditate at least a couple times a week mm-hmm. but you should do it every day Why? yeah for sure so you should do it every day like 10 minutes a day what are your thoughts on like yoga and things like that it's wonderful for you yeah have you done that i've i stretch i i like to stretch I would do yoga if I if I could, if I could. We just need a mat. <laughs> I, yeah, I just need some places to open up. I think uh, I think if once my gym opens up, and there's some yoga, that'd be nice. We should do some yoga. I you know what I think that would be a great a, a yoga to? podcast as we talk a yoga podcast we, we, we could do that a yoga cast we should try we should try it out <laughs> I think we, we should, should try out some yoga I think we should that'd yeah. be a lot of fun try and meditate different. yeah. Um, just kind of like especially chill because out. I've never I've never at all you know I'm yeah. open to trying new things and I think yeah. that'd be a lot of fun because like think about it so you have your conscious right your consciousness how you're thinking mm-hmm. so your subconscious is something that um, works without really you knowing and without you realizing it mm-hmm. so you have to tell your subconscious things over and over for it to believe it and then basically it manifests before your eyes. So that's what kind of like praying is a little bit, a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like you do it every day and then the things present itself mm-hmm. to you. That's because you're praying for it every day. It's kind of like the same concept with meditating. So if you tell yourself your mantra every day for 20 minutes, 15 minutes while you're meditating, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to own a house in five years and I'm going to do it like this. Mm-hmm. And you keep saying that to yourself over and over. You don't get, you, you're going to get, your mind's going to drift because you're meditating and then you're going to whip it right back, and you're going to think about what your focus and your mantra is again. And you keep telling yourself that over and over and over, your subconscious, it gets drilled in there, and then it just becomes your reality because then you start working yeah, in that way. I like that. You know, in fact, if you look at my uh, company board over there, I have the to-do list. It's a vision board, and I look at it every day, and it's all yeah. the goals that I need to do. And some of those things are already checked off, and the other things, you know, they're coming. Writing down is super useful. Vision yeah. boards. I write like down that. stuff in my notes all the time. It has to, yeah. I really like that. And then there's a great uh, Netflix documentary, I believe. It's it's pretty corny, kind of, but I love the message. It's called The Secret. Okay. It's on Netflix. I'm not sure if it's still on there, but it's really it's a great watch. And it talks about how, for example, like the chickens, the author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul, he was like, yeah. again, I'm butchering a lot of it. But he was something like, oh. You know, I want to publish this book, and it happened. And then when it happened, he goes, "Oh, uh, I want a million dollars in company sales." And then like the the year after, a hundred thousand, sorry, and then a hundred thousand, and then it comes, and he got ninety seven. You know, and wow. then the next year he's like, oh, "I want a million, and he got a million because wow. he manifested it because he believed it. Yeah. And there was a lot of successful people on there talking about how the secret, which is manifestation, basically, um, yes. kind of helped carry them to where they need to go. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's really, really interesting. You know, the universe, again, I don't know much about God, universe, spirituality, but I believe <clears throat> that it often, it will give you back what you put into it. Does that kind of make karma. sense? I do. I do believe in karma for sure. What you put out into the world mm-hmm. 
is what presents the world to you. It's yes. like basically that's that's because I always I always refer back to this, but uh, in in Buddhist philosophy, there's karma. Mm-hmm. Whatever energy you're you're putting out into the earth is the energy that basically you're manifesting for yourself. Yeah, and then it comes back to you in that same way. Right. Yeah, I had a teacher that actually uh, almost gave up all of his possessions and became like a Buddhist. Like a monk and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like he was like dude, this close. Dude, yeah. Buddhism is actually really beautiful. It is, yeah. It's, it's super peaceful. If you want to go all the way though, it's tough, dude. There's mm-hmm. a lot of more, there's a lot of like Intensity branches of yeah. modern Buddhism. And there's a lot of modern Buddhism where because if you're a straight up Buddhist monk, you have to shave your head. You have to do all kinds of stuff. You have to live in the temple. You have to well, do. You have to teach stuff, right? your whole life. Yeah, I I think so. Um, a lot of them like teach. Your basically your life is teaching people. Mm-hmm. Like you're teaching. Uh, that's all you do, and you wow. just learn the the dharma. But yeah, there's a lot of beauty to to just about to all of the religions, really. I'd yeah. say so. You know, they all have good messages. They all have a lot, like a lot of good. It's just when you take them to the extremes. Hmm. You know, you start throwing books at at people. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I definitely recommend some like Buddhism books just for like good living philosophy. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to. Buddhism's good like life philosophy. Right. You know, it's not even really considered a religion. Yeah, I mean, it's a way to just live your life. I mean, I've never met a bad, I'll put it this way, I've never met a bad Buddhist. <laughs> yeah. They're so kind, it's crazy. I, I took a class at this temple, and well, there's I, one it was taught too far from by, us too, yeah, the Shila, yeah, the Shila, yeah, that's where I took the class at. Yeah, they opened up, I really would love to see, didn't you it's go? Cool. Yeah, that's the class. Yeah, I, yeah, I took a class. Oh there. wow! I yeah, saw yeah. your photos, dude. Yeah, it was beautiful. I was taking a class there, and I learned from this monk all about Buddhism, and mm-hmm. it was it was really interesting. Uh, that's what kind of got me into it. See, that's what's so. always stood out to me about you, bro. Is your open mind, for sure. Yeah, man. I just love to just kind of like, um, just I just love information. I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why this podcast birthed. Maybe this is why I'm here right now. Well, I'm I, hope it, I hope it goes somewhere, man. I really do. I, yeah. I think, like I said, when people talk, you know, people listen. You know, it's just like somebody. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and I love listening as well. Right. I love listening to people. Yes, you're quite the host. I appreciate you asking me to come on. You know, you just yeah. it started out as an idea. You're like, hey, if I had a podcast, who's down? I'm like, dude. Yeah. I'm down. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you favored, I tweeted, I said, because I was just toying with the idea. I said, if favorite this tweet if you're interested, and boom, Adam the Pool Man. <laughs> <laughs> Adam the Pool Man, favoriting my tweets. You know, have you seen that? Have you seen that meme where. There's like a guy DJing from a balcony and there's like <laughs> there's two yeah. or three people. Yes. And they're supporting they're supporting them. There's only two or three That's people there. Right. They're there yeah, every the balcony, day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> DJing on that balcony every day and those same three people show up. That's Adam with my tweet. Adam favorites my tweets. Yes, you really should tweet. Arigato. More. You got to <laughs> You got to, man. Yeah, tweeting's a good tweeting's a good outlet. Dude, you I think so? Twitter, Your Twitter game's pretty strong. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've How many been, followers do you got on Twitter? Uh seven ninety something. I am at Adam Alpaca on Twitter and Instagram. I'd love to Okay. Follow. Adam um, Alpaca? At Adam Alpaca, yes. I've been on Twitter a little since stoner. literally well, I don't even smoke now, but um, <laughs> I've been on Twitter since two thousand nine. When it opened up. I I remember there was an actual video on the website explaining what Twitter was and it was basically like stick figures. Like one person was like Adam the Pool Man beta? <laughs> basically, dude. I've literally been like one of the OG accounts of Twitter and you can check it out on the profile. It says June of two thousand nine. 
and um, I had Sounds it. Sounds about right. And um, it was like tweeting. Basically, the example they used was such and such read a book, and they tweeted about how great this book was. And and then someone sees that tweet, and then they pick up the book, and then like it creates like a web mm. of mm. like knowledge shared yeah. because of Twitter. Effort. And, so, and then as MySpace failed, and Facebook you know became went to the older generation like yeah. everybody flocked yeah. to twitter and it's so goddamn dude, funny older too. people are using twitter now too they're like you see what's trending oh, on twitter and i'm like yeah. yeah and it'd be like a karen telling me <laughs> yeah. that and i'd be like what i, I remember like, using twitter back in 2014 yeah oh yeah dude totally but that was the downfall to to all the other websites that's when everybody started to were you around for Friendster? Was that something? Remember no, Friendster? Oh, I no. think that was a website. I remember Yik Yak. Oh my god! You ever mess with Yik Yak? Yeah, I fucked with Yik Yak, bro. Well, I never went to like a real that college. Didn't go I went to junior ago. college. That didn't go. That didn't go way that long ago. Well, I feel like if you went to an actual like away for college, Yik Yak was like mad popular. It was like mad popular. But I went to junior college. I went to East LA College, so I used to just like, you know, go on there and someone would be like, "Who's down the world of blind?" And you know, someone would be like, "I'm down." Yeah. But or who has a book? an econ you know <laughs> something like that that place would just be the weirdest bunch of people asking like hey does someone have this someone yeah have that? oh yeah dude yeah that was interesting that was actually really interesting um, I wonder like what tipped it over why didn't it work because it was like a sketchy it was like a sketchy website I know it was a fool a that, sketchy. that hooked up it had with good intentions yeah from right? Yik Yak yeah hmm interesting I didn't. And what's Friendster? What's that? Friendster, I, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like it was like the OG, like it was like a template to what MySpace later became. Oh. And it was like oh. something like that. And now MySpace was cool. I don't know if you remember MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> and I older. Oh, it, but, dude, of course, man. <laughs> yeah, where everybody became a coder and would put like less. Yeah, than, your backgrounds and yeah, shit. All yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I, had a, sure. I had a really yeah. nice profile actually. Mm-hmm. It was like really, really oh, nice. Yeah. And, um, like matrix look like the matrix like kind of yeah i was sick like i put a photo <laughs> like 3d of me shit my, about me like looking out there with like the sun behind me and i was like my name oh, adam uh, <laughs> and i was going into junior sent. high school you know and like i wanted to have like the sickest profile at my junior high of course you know 100 percent. i was too sick to have a backpack i used to just carry 100 yeah. <laughs> i always had to always had to be the top i always had to be the best your top five whoo. oh my god who made this? do you still talk to anybody that was in your top no you <laughs> Uh, maybe think, one or two I think just one or two yeah maybe I remember I, I it, it'd be weird because then you thought like you'd have a really good like week with someone mm-hmm. and then you'd think in your head this person's going my top five friends list you wanna know how I how ballsy I was in elementary school so I they used to have surveys right on, on bulletins on MySpace bulletins and it would be surveys like what did what are your favorite beverage this and that so you would copy paste other people's uh, surveys and put it on and people could read about you or do it themselves I created a question called "Who do you like?" and I just straight up put the girl's name, and it spread around my school like wildfire. And um, and then someone asked, "Like, do you want to be his girlfriend?" And she goes, "Ew, no, no." Oh, classic. But looking back, it was mad ballsy that they did that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was ballsy. It was like straight up. <laughs> Read the bulletin. Oh, <laughs> I remember being a little kid with balls. <laughs> and just asking chicks well, did you did you do you remember valentine's day do you remember like a day or two before valentine's day yeah you know, i gave my crush a rose did you did room. you give yeah right yeah an actual i had my mom kind of shitting bricks a little bit oh yeah absolutely and and i had the worst luck up until oh i don't know my whole life really but <laughs> but right. it was, up until like it was especially bad like a couple weeks school yeah go like, right. <laughs> just, it's like a few 
Because I know I was doing good up until like yesterday. <laughs> but. Well. And, and oh man, I was really grinding in, in, in middle school though. Yeah. yeah I was trying to get babes. I actually uh, grew up in Victorville. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Dude, I was just in Victorville like legit like three weeks ago and it was so fucking hot. And it was, was it? so hot in the middle yeah, of Yeah, dude. It's, in it's, the middle it's of nowhere a, too. It's a desert. It's a desert, bro. The guy I was working for out there, desert. he worked in Irvine. He would drive from Victorville oh, to word. Irvine. People do that. Yeah. Just yeah, high that. desert people, high they desert trek. People. They're down yeah. for that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> high desert people, when it comes to driving places, they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, because everything's so spread apart over there. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's a little different. I don't mind driving, but it's like... Victorville. Mm-hmm. How'd you end up in Victorville? Uh, just a referral. You know, that's how I get a lot of my business too, is word of mouth. Like someone nice. says, Hey, do you know somebody good? And yeah. Like, yeah. Adam. Yeah. And he called me. He's like, will you go out there? And I was like, did you, sure, did bro. you kind of like go around at all? Like, no, did you, what'd you see out there? There was, it was not, I saw nothing, bro. I saw a lot of Joshua trees and I saw a lot of like, <laughs> you see Scand- do you know Scandia? <laughs> no. So Scandia is a small little amusement park and they built that on the side of the freeway. I've got, I've got what freeway it was. It's across the street from this strip mall. And Scandia was like the biz niz when you were a kid. Really? It had this giant, it literally felt like you were going to die. But it had this giant tower thing that looked like a toothpick that just spun really mm. fast. Oh my God. And that was rad. They have a golf, a little mini golf course. But I can't imagine somebody like, Mom, Dad, go to Scandia. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it was like, imagine like. Knott's Berry Farm. Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. But for Victorville back in the day. Back in the day. Oh my god, I bet you it's all abandoned now. I, now, I doubt, it's but... still... I don't know. I heard something... Of, I don't know. Shout out Scandia, though. That place... <laughs> Shout out Scandia! Yeah, yeah. There's one on the freeway going... Uh, there's... You know that little... Uh, have you seen that little uh, like roller coaster place? Yes. That's like on the on the way to like the high desert. You mm-hmm. know when you're going that way? That's what Vegas. I thought you were referring to. That's, that's another one. Okay. That's another one. But that's like... I forgot what area that is. It's like... I've seen a lot of shit. So oh. I drove, I road trip to Chicago to that lot, like to Lollapalooza, as, oh, I, as I mentioned, shit. right at the beginning How of the podcast. How many days? Dude, we got there in, I'm not exaggerating, right, 27, right. 28 hours. We each took right, eight right. and a half hour shifts. Everybody did. And so we got there. Fully sent, like nonstop. Fully sent. We, I mean, we stopped for gas and we would stop. Took a shit. For food. Yeah, to use the restroom <laughs> to uh, uh, get some food. Um, and the prime spot was the back seat cause you could like lay down and vibe yeah. and like, and you know, and I had just gotten, yeah. um, my work truck, like oil changed, tire rotates, all that stuff. And we had no vehicle yeah. to take. So the day of, we just threw everything on the side of my house, cleaned it out, got it washed. And the funny story about that, um, was on the way we're already, so my phone broke the day before the trip. Right. So we did everything. So I was like, all right guys, before we hit the road and never come, and come back a week later, um, I need to get my phone fixed. So. I was driving, my friend was in the front seat, my friend was in the back seat, and so the friend in the back seat hopped out to take the driver's seat, and as he hopped out, his wallet fell out in the parking lot. What? With like 900 bucks in it for the trip. What? And so, I get my phone fixed, he picked me up, freaking out, they didn't get the car cleaned out like they planned. We go back to my house, go through all the work stuff we threw out, like thinking hmm. that it fell out. We, co- we do everything, we're about to give up, he's like, I don't even want to go, I can't go without, the, you know, my wallet, my vibe's killed, you know. We call the mall and a good Samaritan, shout out to Good Samaritan, put the wallet wow. with security with every single Dude. penny in there. They saved Dude. our trip. They don't know what they did. There's still good they people. Saved, out there. They saved our trip. Yeah, exactly. So then from there we picked up the oh. wallet and we hit the road, dude. Yes. We hit the road and it was wow. beautiful. 
That was lucky, bro. Yeah, we drove through Nebraska. They didn't even take like a few bucks. Nothing. And they, could, and they should have really. It took 20 bucks, you know, or something. Dude, give like. them like 50 bucks. Be like, dude, I'm here. Well, a memory I have as well was when I was a sophomore. I, took, I drove my grandma to Ikea and I was like getting her shopping cart because that's what she used to walk. And then there was a uh, person there with a lot of money, like morphine pills, an iPod, like a lot more like... Like Pain. fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, like a lot of drugs in there. Looking back, and and I was like, oh man, I and the the ID said Ukaipa, and we were all the way in, I think Burbank, and I was like, oh my god. So, I put it in my purse, and this lady who was like, have you seen my Your purse? purse? Yeah, have you seen my purse? And I go, I and I was like, had the angel death. I was young, you know, I didn't know how I was gonna live my life, a good person or a bad person, and I just saw the look in her face, and I was like, yeah, it's in the trunk. I was gonna mail it to you, which was, just, you know, could have been the truth. I haven't decided. I didn't yeah, decide yet. Yeah. But seeing her, and I gave it to her, and she started crying. She gave me the biggest hug, like, in the world. Wow. And she gave me 50 bucks. And wow, that moment nice. stood with me, like, forever. Nice. You know? And then being in that situation, I, I feel like, again, universe giving you what you put back. My friend's ready crying, losing his money. Someone turns it in, you know? Ciao. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, that was a few, that's just a moment that stood out to me for sure, but... But yeah, man, um, like I said, mm-hmm. drove through the country, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we stopped at Denny's, we stopped at, you know, yeah. pit stops, viewpoints, we stopped in, in Utah, on the way back, we stopped in Utah, and um, it's like this canyon, we took these great pictures, and I was like, I took a photo that looked like the cover of like a Christian rock album, and I would if I didn't do so many unchristian things that week. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, this'll, yeah, right? No, it's not, not so... You know it's okay. It's it's your it's our bodies. We can do what we want. <laughs> there are and, temples, um, yeah. We just have to make sure we're just you know. But I think mindful. the the scary the highlight of the road trip, if you will, was on the way back. We were we were about running out of gas. Like you know how they said your car says, oh you have X amount of miles left, right? Mm-hmm. Then after that it goes to please refuel. You know mm-hmm. when you're at, when you're at the pits of the empty. So we had seventy seven miles left to go to the next gas station. We have no service. We had like one like mile of service to tell us where the gas station was. No gas. It's pitch black. We don't know where the hell we are. And we just put the car in neutral and rolled down this giant hill for what felt like forever. Then we drove really slow, keeping your RPMs under to your miles per gallon. It's like high. So stressful. And it was because we were for sure going to run out of gas in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And, um... And everybody, like, I was driving, and all the homies, like, realizing the, the severity of the situation, like, everybody just went to bed. Like, they were just going to hope that I would just figure this shit out. And so, everybody wakes up, and it was like, it was like from a movie, like, in the distance, like, the farthest thing you could see. As we got closer, it was a neon, like, two ninety nine, two seventy five, like, like a gas. Mm, and I was like, and I, like, patted the car like it was a horse. I was like, good girl, go the get there. at the end of the tunnel. And we got, we rolled... Like over fifty miles, however, uh, to the gas station. I've never seen a car like that so low. Wow. On gas. It was such a powerful wow. story. We celebrated with some Denny's, um, right of next course. to the gas station. <laughs> right next to the gas station. No, no doubt. And then we trekked on home. Yeah. We trekked on home. I mean, that was Oof. it. Was insane. That that reminds me of this one time, I was driving to Big Bear, and I was at I was at like twenty. I was at almost thirty miles left mm-hmm. i was at the bottom of the mountain and i was like i'll probably I'll, I'll i'll be okay there's no gas station i went the back way this mountain it kind of takes a while so i went the back way basically three quarters into it i hit zero because i was going uphill the whole time and it just oh my drained God. my gas 
I was at zero and I was able to gas it because I had to go uphill and I gassed it all the way past zero for like 10 minutes and I just made it to a gas Barely. station. I don't oh know. I don't know. It was like 10 minutes past. It hit zero and I was like, all right. Here goes nothing. <laughs> Here goes nothing. Oh my god! It's like in the middle of the woods. So you start rolling backwards a little. No bit. service. Oh my god! Because it's big bear, middle of nowhere. So I was, I was a little concerned. That's. <laughs> I would say so, dude. I would say so. You know, and speaking of big bear, I think I've seen snow. I'm not exaggerating. I'm 23. I've seen snow once my whole wow, life. Wow, what? And, and it was because. The homie DJ, what? you know DJ, right? Yeah. Shout out DJ. Fucking had a birthday party. Down to like a birthday get together in a cabin um, when I was 19. The month yeah, before yeah, we went to yeah, Coachella, yeah. actually. It was the month before we went. And um, he invited me to go. And, I, and I'm and i like, you know, I'm like pretty introverted, to be honest. But like, I was like, oh, I've never seen snow. And, and if I didn't go, I would never see it to this day. You know, that was the only time I've seen it. I used to live in Wrightwood. Where was that? So I lived in Victorville from when I was born, basically up until I was 12. And from when I was 12, I moved to Wrightwood with my dad. Mm-hmm. We were living in Wrightwood from when I was 12 to about like 17. And I moved to Orange County with my mom. Mm-hmm. But Wrightwood is where Mountain High is. Mm-hmm. Mountain High Ski Resort. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly yeah. what it, yeah. So I lived there for mm-hmm. like five years. Uh, and it would snow a lot. So basically I would take the bus to school. Uh, super snowy. I would, like I would, uh, shovel, I shoveled, yeah, they canceled, they canceled school. I shoveled driveways to like make money when I was oh younger. My God. So well, you stay, you'd be I like did it for me. I, I did, driveways. I did uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit. Like the, if you lived in the mountains, you'd probably be Adam, the, 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 snow the snowman, <laughs> Adam, the snowman. Sounds like that or a drug dealer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's pop. That's really your only options. Yeah. Is snow you should you should name yeah now. you should be snowman as a snow shoveler and a drug dealer. <laughs> That'd be a very. Your Honor, lucrative. I'm a humble snow shoveler. <laughs> I'd probably be the most lucrative business in the, in the world. Yeah, mountains particularly. In the mountains, yeah. Especially in dusty Wrightwood. <laughs> That's so funny. Now, shout out Wrightwood though. Shout out Wrightwood, yeah. <laughs> shout out Wrightwood. Yeah, I've never actually been there. It's cool. So. I would basically, yeah. So wait, it's it's a lot to, of snow. When did you move to OG Bahabra? I moved there when I was 17. I was like, uh, I was a junior in high school. And I moved down. You moved in with my so mom. Fast. Well, my mom lived here already. Mm-hmm. And so my parents had been split, like, basically since I was a baby. And so my mom moved, eventually moved to Orange County. And, yeah, so I made friends over here. I'd come here, like, every weekend or every other weekend. I would oh, sure. Come to my mom's. Sure. She lived in a really busy complex area. Mm-hmm. And I made friends there just as a young kid, just hanging out. Skating. skating. Yeah, skating. And yeah. And that's how I met Andy. Right. In Temple. <laughs> yeah. Oh just some friends. Oh, my God. That's how we literally are next door neighbors. Yeah, that's And Erica crazy. Reyes, too. I literally live right next door to Erica Reyes. Shout out, Erica. Shout out, Erica Living Reyes. <laughs> Erica, if you're listening. From Sweden. Yeah. We should do a uh, remote podcast. I want to see how you're doing. That'd be dope. Shout out, Erica. Dude, I was at a concert, and she got called on stage to dance with uh, Jan, which is someone from GEZ. Right up her alley. Yeah. Yep. Dope. I went to EDC with her one year. You did? Yeah. Was it dope? Yeah, EDC's it was dope. EDC's a wild EDC's time. crazy. Dude, so, do you see EDC 21 sold out? Before we venture on EDC, I did want to point, piggyback off something real fast. Again, you trying random things. You joined water polo your senior year. Oh, yeah. Just because you said you were going to do it. Again, 
That's just that's just the West. That was me just like, balling to the wall. I I I always. filled my plate up way too much senior year. I had, I ended up having to quit because I got a job at a Pollo Loco when I was a senior. <laughs> but where Andy later was. Yeah, I got him a job, and then I brought Andy on board. <laughs> I got yeah. Andy and I is a good friend of mine. Um, Andy with an E. Yeah, is Andy him. with an E. Yeah, he's a good friend. <laughs> Yeah. But yes, EDC. He's bro. too sketched out to do a podcast. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, man. He's way too sketched out. He's got out. a great personality, though. He's, That's what I thought. Andy, if you're yet. listening, do the damn podcast, but you don't have to. I don't want to be pressured. <laughs> I don't want to pressure anyone. Andy, with it, I forgot he worked at El Pollo Loco, too. Shout out El Pollo Loco. Yeah, well. shout out El Pollo Loco. <laughs> shout out the BRC, dude. <laughs> I should have just get a BC. <laughs> just beans and cheese. Yeah, I can fuck with it. Yeah. People will get BCs or BRs. <laughs> so when it says uh, 1,000 BC is 1,000 beans of cheese <laughs> <laughs> 1,000 uh, 1,000 pinto beans <laughs> that's mad funny so um, yeah EDC 2021 sold out hella fast dude. I'm sure because well, a lot of people got that's to just transfer sketch. it over right from 20 cancel you, would you go so I, I went not to do that. I went to EDC 2018 I went to Coachella 2018 then three no but now later. though Oh, via COVID next year? Yeah, 2021, EDC. I don't know. I don't even know what's going on with, you know, like, life, <laughs> life is beautiful. And yeah, I don't even got, know what's going on tomorrow. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I know what's going on tomorrow. Next week, it's like, you, you know what's going on, but you just don't know when this shit's going to end. Because not everybody has. When are like, we going to know? So many people have been quarantined this whole time. You know, people have been working from home this whole time. Our numbers are so high. We need to stay, we need to stay low for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's just the well, un- it's, just crazy. it's like, the unknown that's just everyone's banging their head against the wall I, for. And I hate uncertainty. Yeah, I hate uncertainty. But it's Fuck like it. we're plagued with uncertainty right now. We're plagued with it. Yeah, and then it you, is. You look at other countries, and other countries are like vibing now. I know a girl. I'll tell you <laughs> this. All vibing. I know an actress from. <laughs> she came to uh, this country to be an actress, and she, you know, Italy was like the worst of all the countries, right? She's from Italy. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Italy was, like, mad at one point. Like, they were shut down completely. She's back in Italy oh, now because it's fuck. safer than here. What the... Think about that. Fuck. You know? I guess I could see that. America's pretty... I gotta say, though, I've been in the cut mm-hmm. a little bit myself, working there. So, where I work, I'm in the cut a little bit. And uh, it's not... I guess from my perspective, I feel safe because... They screen the patients and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It surprises me how many crazy cases that we have and stuff. But um, from where I stand, because working in a hospital, it feels controlled. Mm-hmm. I know. it's just right, It feels but, controlled. But again, you're in LA County, you know? It's like, you know, you go to like the hick parts of California, you know, and I'm sure it's not Yeah, the but they're like, not, those aren't as dense of a population, though. There's yeah, really not a lot of people in, I was in America. In Beach the other day. There's not a lot of people in America. You know, there was, really isn't. In America? Yeah. That's like 300 million not, people. But, but that's, not, that's not really a lot of people. What's like the, another country, people another, like, I think another, well, yeah, there's a lot of people, but there's like in other countries, there's, there's, the populations are just insane. Well, yeah, like India. Like billions and shit. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I was in Huntington Beach the other day, and like I didn't see a mask for miles. You know, and did you ever, did you see that video of the kids? Uh, oh, I really want to shout them out. They're really they're really cool film like kind of filmmaker kind of guys. But they were going around Huntington Beach like giving out free masks. You know. Oh yeah, and, I saw that. Yeah, and like Chaz and people and Chaz were kind of giving them shit. Oh yeah, dude! Like someone was chasing them around. Like they were just. It's just so. 
wearing a mask should not be a political thing. It's just a humanitarian thing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like if you care about your fellow citizens. I agree. I read. I I heard some guy rant off recently on Reddit. That was like Reddit's had, a great website. Yeah, he great. he had a PhD in like um, I think it was like epidemiology or something like mm-hmm. that. He had a PhD in something that was like infectious disease or some shit. Mm-hmm. And he said like someone shamed him in like a Sprouts for not having a mask, and he went off on some tangent that really made a lot of sense, mm-hmm. saying that it doesn't even matter. I don't know. Whether I don't. I'm. I'm not, I'm not for that. But it I'm open to. Or doesn't. It's good to. It, it makes sucks. Be, it makes it's, people feel better. You know? It's hard to keep. It's hard to want to be like, yeah. Let me. Let me hear them out. Mm-hmm. But. It's like anti-vaxxers, dude. There's. There has to be anti-maskers. Hearing them out is after the fact, though. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you have to either shield up or not, and that's why it's so conflicting, because people are like having these things where like they don't believe in a mask. And they're filming them, you know, and that's their belief, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's like I said. It's crazy. It's like it, it's anti-maskers is the same thing as anti-vaxxers. And it's just like, to me, it, it, whether you believe it, it or not, be, it yeah. makes other people feel better to wear a mask. You know, yeah. plus my grandma is like 88 years old. Like if she catches COVID, like she's on the first ticket to hell. Yeah. You know? <laughs> my, my theory is, is that everyone who's over... 50 should just stay inside everyone who's over 50 should be quarantined mm-hmm. and then everyone who's under the yeah, age yeah, of 50 people should people our age are dying too you know yeah but it's at a very very small percent mm-hmm. it's such a small percent it's ridiculous and and then we recover and then we're all good pretty much for the most part for mm-hmm. most most people most cases so oh, people over 50 because the whole economy just to shut down off of these small numbers it's insane. See, but the, I mean, it goes back to what I said earlier. It shouldn't have to shut down. It should just be on pause. You know what I mean? That's if if they could have done that, I'm sure they probably would have. Oh, there's probably have. You got so. Your I'm sure there's so. like two thousand reasons as to why they couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And well, the countries that are it's probably are, more complex than we even really know. Well, the countries that are recovering, they're the countries that are giving people their citizens aid. Like, we just like what we were talking about earlier. You know, you can't take your mom to breakfast for, for a stimulus check. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you got one. America America's a fucked up place. It is. And that's what's so sad about growing up is that you learn that, like, we're not the greatest country on earth. You know, we're just yeah. like, we're like a glorified. Seeing America, how we're treating this is interesting, for sure. Oh, well, it, it just goes back to, like, the specific leadership, too, that we are having. You know, leadership yeah. in, in air quotes, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to call it that. Did you see that <laughs> video recently of him sharing documents with himself? <laughs> well, if you, look the at most, the charts, yeah. if you look at the charts, the numbers are there. <laughs> no. The numbers are here. Just look. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, and I'm just surprised nobody else has really reamed him. Like, oh my god, and then there's this video too that was like Man. Chinese propaganda talking about how terrible he was and like. You know, there was a lot of truth to the video, just like him mm. saying, "Oh, I understand COVID better than anybody." Right. And then, and then when he gets fa- made out to be a fraud, then he just calls it the Chinese virus and thinks that that's gonna make it okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then he, you know, and I have a lot of like stocks and whatnot and investments and like all that stuff. It's just been fluctuating like crazy right now due to this virus. Yeah. And, and again, it's just it's all, you know, I I just feel like money is not worth the human lives like of America. Like again, it goes back to like what I said earlier. What is a business without the workers? What is a country 
without the people to govern. You know what I mean? Like, we're hmm. all dead. What's the, yeah. What is the economy serving if we're all dead, you know? No one. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know when we're going to open up. I know. I just want, like, a projection date. Like I was saying, I really want... I think I believe that people who are over 50 should quarantine. Everyone under the age of 50 should just kind of just be able to go free. And then because that will get the economy going, that will get the shit running. And then for the people over 50, we'll just be having to just aid them. And that's just how it's going to be. And the people who do get coronavirus and the people who do have coronavirus or get tested for it, that's all free too. Mm-hmm. It should be. And know. so, and it should be. But it's probably But yeah. it is free. You can get tested free as fuck. Um, and... I don't know. I just think that it's they're obviously going about it wrong, but we just mm-hmm. have to take care of ourselves. Well, I know people that are legit quarantining and just staying inside the whole time. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I've, I've met people that have it. I know people that have had it. Uh, my, I've just have known people to get it, mm-hmm. and yeah, and people patients come in with it, so it's a thing. But <laughs> it is, <yes>. yeah, <laughs> it's real. It actually is well. a, but yeah. So I just think that um, we should be taking it seriously, but people under the age of 50 are fucking okay. Make sure if you're quarantining, though, like you got to get sunlight, mm. get some sunlight and exercise. Don't just sit in your room all day. Well, it's like, it's like the get pool. some exercise, it's like the pool get some sunlight. That's booming right now is because everybody's quarantining at home. Quarantation is my sales pitch. You know, it's like we yeah. can't go. We can't go to, to the Bahamas right now, so let's bring the Bahamas to the backyard, mm-hmm. you know, and, and get a pool. Yeah, going. it's easy to work out. All you need to do is some push-ups. Right. Or running. I've been or kind run, of been running lately. Get a jump rope. Although it doesn't look like that. Just yeah. get a jump rope. <laughs> yes, get a jump rope, some weights. Yeah. Jump rope's well. five to ten bucks. That's mm-hmm. all the cardio you need. And then you could do you could just do push-ups and crunches and... You're fine. Dude, you I miss my gym. Need... I used to go to the gym five days a week, and now I've had to like find ways to work out. My friend's home yeah. gym. My other friend's personal trainer. I have two oh. personal trainer friends. Yeah, Brand- isn't Brandon one? Brandon. And then Brandon, who's the other one? His name's Scoob. I he see you. Okay, Scoob, I see yeah. you doing some work with Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. No, Brandon's a badass, dude. Like, yeah, I feel bad for him because he's, again, we talk a lot about manifesting and chasing our dreams here today, and like, that's another guy that's doing that. You know, he really wants to fight in the yeah, UFC. Go get him. He's for an sure. amateur fighter, and then he's just starting to get cooking. And then what happens? You know, everything. Boom. Just, no can- gym. Fights are canceled. No fights gym. Fights are canceled. Fights are canceled. You know. And your meditative classes, your thing that you do every day, is canceled. Yeah. That's a crazy reality. It's a crazy, and I've never. And seen we're it, still man. living in it. I I just want to know. I just kind of want a date as to. It's probably hard to predict. I'm not trying to not have empathy or sympathy mm-hmm. for what's going on because it's crazy but um definitely probably not we need some year. kind of we need some kind of like broadcast or something when you really stop saying it like for example when this first started they were like all right we'll be open in may and then may came around. all right may. maybe two more you yeah know? two like probably another month or so. yeah it's like uh, we, but then we opened up a little bit yeah and then now we're like, backwards. yeah and, we and then the cases closed. went up yeah. cases went up you know, and everybody's hating on Newsom, and he's just caught in the just, middle. You know? Honestly, twenty twenty one New Year's blow. Open. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Hopefully, hopefully we can. I miss. Everyone's gonna say screw it, and then twenty twenty one is gonna be like, all right, quarantine. That'd be kind of that'd be a nice little seal, because mm. I feel like if it it would kind of trickle a little bit if it was if it were to happen in like October, be like, mm. all right, the quarantine is lifted in October, and then it would be a weird trickle. But if we did the New Year's 
it would feel like we would just be kind of, it would be kind of like a cool little switch that we, some of us might be able to turn on. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I know. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of us, are, you know, don't you know, like a lot of like the party people like that you see on your snaps or Instagram, like they're going out every single weekend. Still doing it. But in the Huntington really? Beach. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. 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 I still see him posting all the time. Yeah, I know. Vegas is open, dude. People in the pools. I see kids swimming in the pools. I know. There's people drinking the water. People wanting to, have, you know, bring their kids to these places. It's just, yeah. Like I said, if there was a way we could just hit a pause button, and you know what else is sad? Yeah. It's just it, there's no rewind button either. You know, it's like it's like this year of our youth is is wasted right now. People's graduation years are wasted right now, and it's just. But again, you know, for the greater good of society, you know, like like I said, what is what is. Uh, a graduation. What is a, what is everything if we're all dead? <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Ain't no rest for, for the sure. Wicked, for sure, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that was a beautiful note to maybe we could end that on. <laughs> no, what is anything if we're dead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but death, no, death I, is important. Well, so it is inevitable. Yeah, it's inevitable, and so it's, it's you know, uh, that's something why we got to keep living. Yeah, something not talked about as much as uh, it should be. Yes. Well, dude, I 100% am so grateful for you to have me on yeah, one of dude, your first of course. episodes of podcasting. Dude, I just appreciate you uh, just being a good friend saying, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well, your if endeavors are so interesting. you need so me back, ever back, any in the future to check in on, on all these endeavors or, or my second opinions on nothing, I'd, I'd yeah. love to come on. I love seeing what you're up to, man. Keep grinding. Keep doing you, bro. I just love seeing your, your hustle. You're making money. Money's not a problem for you right now. You got a place over your head, man. You're chilling, dude. It's right. I, you're you're a great you're a great ho- uh, person to have on here, man. So I just really appreciate you just saying yeah. Well, the, thank you. And the best thing I can say to you and everybody listening, uh, you know, keep dreaming, keep doing, and uh, Wesley Land is keep podcasting. Yeah, always, dude. All right, man. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Yeah. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Adam Aguirre. Adam, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. That was a really good dive into what we know and who we are. And if you're homies with Adam, we're homies now too. And you guys are dope. I really appreciate you guys getting all the way through. And now we have Westport. These guys were on the first episode of the podcast, and I really appreciate them coming out. Uh, they were have been so helpful to me, so thank you guys so much. You can check out their EP La Costa on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to music just go check them out now westport i really appreciate you guys this is my favorite song off the ep afterthought